this is the DNA Pest Control Podcast with your hosts, Daniel and Anthony. How's it going, everybody? Let's get this show on the road. Um, so I've had some interesting experiences uh, come up over these past couple of weeks, just so everyone knows uh, that I actually ended up losing a guy on my team. Um, for unknown reasons, um, but we're not going to dwell on that. I just want to let you know that I have been out working um, on a route in a truck, which has been awesome for me. Uh, this is Daniel, um, if you do not recognize the voice. But since I've been out in the truck, I have been able to see a few different things, and especially from my guys, uh I've seen a few things come up that are very important that I think everyone should uh, reflect on and that we need to know what's going on. So one big thing is that uh, your equipment is your moneymaker, okay? Um, Unfortunately, the guy that I got the truck from and jumped into, his truck was tore up. I mean, just tore to pieces. And guys, I understand it is not your vehicle. I get that. But where has the respect gone uh, in this world? I'm not very old. Uh, I am 29 years old. So I am technically part of the millennial um, generation. And the respect has been dwindling and has disappeared you know, we we do not take care of our own things and we do not take care of other people's things. And it's sad, guys. You know, anyone listening who's out there who's just a tech, you know what? I don't give a shit, blah, blah, blah. You don't really care. Guys, you need to be you need to be on your game, especially right now in these times of turmoil. Uh, you know, with the virus going around and everybody's skeptical, you know, you could be the next one gone. Um, our industry is essentially recession proof because bugs are never going anywhere and we're still going to be in business, but only the good are going to be in business. If you are not one of those guys stepping up, if you are not one of those guys that are willing to take care of your things and to make sure everything is going smooth, you will be cut. You will be replaced by someone who is, um, And it's not a threat to anybody that works for me. It's not a threat to anybody out there. But just remember that, you know, you are paid what you're worth. If you're not bringing value to a company, you are not going to be compensated what you're worth. Uh, You know, unfortunately, this guy who left, um, you know, this isn't the bash hour on him, but he didn't take care of his things, you know, and so it was a ticking time bomb. Um, but you need to be that guy who steps up and takes care of your stuff. You need to be that guy who is, you know, who's being responsible, who's treating his things as if it was him, you know, paying for them. I understand you work for a company, but at at the end of the day, if that company is gone, where are you going to go? You know, uh, are you going to go to the next company? Well, if you didn't take care of your stuff, if you did a crappy job, you're not going to get a reference from that owner. You're not going to get a reference from that manager. They're going to look at you as a problem child and treat you as if one. So if someone calls them, they're going to say no. 
Uh, they did not do a good job here. Be careful of what they're doing. They do not take care of their equipment. You're going to have a lot of problems and you're going to have a lot of fixes that you're going to have to take care of because of them. So make sure that you are stepping up in these times and being your best self. Uh, you know, our motto here is the best for less. And the less does not mean cheaper, but the less means we are equipped going to give you the most and we don't expect anything back from that we are going to be the best and you know that's that is the culture here in in my company um but i got to realize that and see that from going out to these jobs and interacting with my customers and my clients it's, it's huge it's crazy um, but guys, just remember that, just remember that when you're going into the week, remember that on a day-to-day basis that you need to take care of your things. You need to make it last as long as possible. Um, you know, they say the squeaky wheel, you know, gets the grease, but if it's a bad wheel, it gets replaced. So remember that, um, don't be the bad wheel. If you're going to be a squeaky wheel, it better be a good thing. Um, Do not allow it to become a bad thing, okay? Um, But today I wanted to talk about and just cover a few things. Uh, In California, we are heating up. I mean, it is getting hot out here. It's been a little bit weird weather, but oh my gosh, it's been getting hot. Uh, We were up at the 90s, almost hit 100 degrees this last week. Bugs are coming out like crazy. Business is booming like no other. I mean, it is great out here. Um, Even despite of the coronavirus, it's been awesome, guys. I can't, no complaints coming from me whatsoever, Uh, especially going out there running 17, 18, 20 count days. Uh, I am not complaining whatsoever. I am happy about it. So, uh, but one big thing that uh, we keep running into is ants. Ants are a big one, okay? If you guys do not have PCT, the pest control, I'm not even sure actually what it's called. <laughs> so, um, I just see PCT and it says pest control. I don't know what the rest of it. They have a big old ant head on the cover. But anyway, this is actually um, one of the issues that they sent out. This is actually really awesome. If you have not been following up or you do not get these free issues, guys, jump on that. It has it, it's full of new technology, full of new products. Uh, full of information that you can use on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you guys need to jump on this stuff. Uh, whether you're just a tech getting into it, you're only a year in or even a few months, jump on this stuff, guys. This is valuable information. So this one talks about ants, and it actually was not relevant when it came out. Uh, we did not have any ants or ant problems or ant callbacks whatsoever. Uh, but the following month, it picked up tenfold. So I wanted to talk about a few different things um, that they hit on. So they talk really, they focus on carpenter ants and odorious ants, um, saying that those are the household, uh, you know, the household ants. And they just go to specify. So I don't know if you guys have ever gone out and treated ants and ran into the issue where you go and treat an area, you might bait, you might uh, spray, and you end up getting rid of ants in that area, but they are still having ants. And you're thinking, what the crap is going on here? I I just sprayed that area. So then you spray another area and you think you take care of them, but then there's more ants. Uh, 
I want to specify why that is, and you guys need to understand the biology behind the ants on what possible, you know, what are the possibilities and what's possibly going on when you are dealing with these issues and how to properly treat um, ants, you know, completely other than just skipping areas and baiting in the kitchen and thinking, oh, well, I'm going to get rid of them. And in all reality, you might actually not be doing what you should be completely. You are doing part of it, but you're not doing 100% of the work that you need to be doing. And that is a big thing that I've realized and have been able to understand going back into the route is you need to step up 100%, okay? You do not need to go through the motions. You need to take the time at houses to prevent callbacks, to be able to say, okay, look, they complain specifically about this one thing, and I am going to take care of it 100%. So I do not have to come back to this house again and again and again. And if you are a commission-based technician, that's huge because that's a lot of money that possibly is going to be taken out of your paycheck because you were going back for a callback. Now, the differences between this, so they talk about subnests and satellite nests, okay? Um, subnests or satellite nests, you may have heard of or heard about. And if you're new into the industry, just listening in, just so you guys know that some colonies will have one queen, okay? Now, ants, they come in their varieties. There are a bunch of different species. So I'm not going to hit all of them. I'm going to focus on the ones that they focused on here, but also I'm going to focus on the ones that are in Sacramento, in California. So when they're talking about uh, sub-nests or satellite nests, it's colonies, ants are not just one little nest that they have, okay? We all get this idea in school or someone bought, you know, a little ant farm and that's what we think of as ants, but in all reality, they actually... There's some ants that have multiple queens, and so you might bait one colony and take out one queen. You might not actually even be taking out the entire colony or all of the queens. And so that's where you have done a correct treatment, but you have not done a 100% correct treatment. And there are differences there. So whatever you guys are doing... Um, you know, you need, you might need to amp it up. So you're not going back to the same house over and over and over. Uh, and I'm going to give you some of the experiences that I've had just in the fat, the past couple of weeks. So you guys understand exactly what I've been going through and what I have dealt with, uh, that you can see, Hey, okay, okay, okay. I get it now. I've had that happen too. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to try. And just so you know, I do not always get it right the first time. I do consider myself a professional and an expert in some of these, you know, situations, but I do not always get it right. That's why we have different products and different methods. We're not always going to get it 100% correct, but at least we know that we can go back and educate that customer that, hey, look, I will come back and help you, um, but I'm going to try this first. And so then they're not getting pissed off that you have to come back and you're doing another one and a different one and another and another and another. It's they understand, okay, hey, look, I get it. You're going to try this one. If it doesn't work, you have another method. And they're okay with that. They're on board, typically. But you need to have that communication with these people, with your clients. So just so you know, they go over and they talk about the differences, okay? So carpenter ants are... 
they have one queen. They have one colony, okay? Meaning if you are dealing with carpenter ants, that's typically the easier ant to deal with because you can bait or you can spray and you're probably going to kill the queen ant and you're probably going to kill the entire colony and it's done. And you're going to be okay. You don't have to go back. You don't have to worry about it. There's no callbacks. Now, the problem is, is if you don't know how to identify the ant or, you know, know if that is exactly a carpenter ant, which a lot of us don't know, you know, we're not going to be able to be able to see the ant specifically and say, oh, that's that type of ant. Some situations we're not going to know. Now, um, an odorous ant, and I might be saying that wrong, um, but that's always what I've heard. So I'm going to say it that way. Uh, but they are mini queens. Okay. So they have multiple queens and multiple colonies. Uh, and I've heard this with people where they've treated one corner of a house and this is self-treatment. They've treated one corner of a house and they've just chased them to another corner and another corner and another corner and another corner. And they probably have been dealing with odorous ants, uh, where, you know, they have multiple colonies and they keep killing colonies, but they're not actually eliminating the main nest or all of the nests that are around the property. And that's what you could be running into if you are running into that situation of, I can't get rid of these ants and I don't know why. Okay. So just keep that in mind that some ant species are going to have multiple colonies and you need to do, you know, extra. So now if you do not know how to identify you know, what type of ant you are dealing with, I'm going to tell you right now, there is a way to get around it and to treat 100% of what you need to treat, okay? And so what I do is, one, excuse me, okay, so one is I do not focus on one treatment, okay? So if you're only going to spray, I'm going to applaud you. Awesome. Great job. But you are spraying and praying, okay? You are not doing what you need to do or specifically what you should cover 100%. So when you spray and pray for ants, you are literally on a limb, okay? That limb could break or it might not. I don't know. But it is literally a 50-50 chance that you're even going to get rid of them. Some of you might say, no, you know what? You're crazy. I've sprayed my entire life. I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. I know what I'm talking about. Sit down. Okay, sit down, experience rep. Thank you for your, you know, whatever you're trying to say. But you're wrong, okay? Industry has changed. Times have changed. The chemicals we use now have changed. And we need to take a different approach to that. And when I say take a different approach, you need to use your entire arson, okay? Now, you not, might not be able to use the same products or mix all those products together, which I don't suggest if you don't know which ones you can mix together. But if you see a line of ants, bait. Use Niban. We have Niban on the trucks. We have Advion Ant Gel on the trucks. We have multiple different products like Alpine WSG, Termidor. So you can use all these products around the outside of a house to make sure that we are covering that entire property. Now, if you do not know what ant you're dealing with, you need to spray the perimeter of the home. The foundation, you need to spray around the windows, you need to spray around anywhere where there's a crack or crevice, you need to spray around the cement slabs or where there's walkways or anything like that, you need to spray around any rock gardens, you need to spray around any structures, if there is actually a brick, you know, wall or a wood wall around 
any of the gardens. You need to follow around there. You need to actually get down and change how your wand is spraying. So you need to be able to angle your wand at different angles to get underneath some of those structures because uh, ants don't just uh, crawl on top of the cement, okay? Now, in some cases, you will get lucky and that will happen, but that's not going to happen all the time. You need a bait, and when it comes to bait, you need to make sure that they're going towards that bait, that they're attacking that bait, that they're using that, and you know they're bringing that back to the queen. If they don't go towards it, you need to take a whole nother, you need to look at this in a different way. Ants don't only eat sugary items, guys, okay? If you are sitting back in your truck saying, what the hell? They don't only eat sugar, like what? No, 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 no. There's fats, there's proteins, there's carbs. They have a diet just like us. And so different ant species actually can live off of different types of things. Some will go towards fats. Some will go towards carbs, which are going to be the sugary items. Some are going to go towards the proteins. So you guys need to understand that you going in and baiting or placing a bunch of bait everywhere, it might not even work. And that's why you keep getting these callbacks thinking, man, I swear I baited everywhere. No, no, no. The other thing is, is sometimes we go in and we might not even see any ants, which is a big majority of at least the times I've gone to houses because they've already sprayed raid everywhere. And then we think, okay, I'm just going to spray the baseboards and call it good. No, no, no. Ask them where they've seen them. Ask them where are the trails. You know, this is a big part of our job is we're investigators. You know, we are going in and we're investigating the problem. So make sure that you are taking a step back and looking at the entire problem, asking where have you been seeing these ants? Where have the lines have been? What kind of food are they going after? So you know that you're hitting the specific areas and the specific points that you need to hit, okay? So guys, to do a proper treatment over an entire home to make sure, if you, especially if you don't know what type of ant you're dealing with, to make sure that you are going to kill every colony and all of the queens, you need to use your entire arson, okay? If you see lines, use bait. Drop some bait. Make sure it's fresh bait too. Okay, we have Advion ant gel that has been like two years old, okay? One, you got to use a ton of it to actually work. And two, that stuff does expire. So we have run into tubes of Advion ant gel that does not work. Granted, it is old. It is very old. uh, But it does not work. So you need to make sure that you understand that and you know that it's a possibility that that stuff's not going to work at all. Um, Two... Alpine WSG is a great product. It works very well, but it can take up to three weeks to actually work and take an effect. So let the customer understand that, hey, I baited, I sprayed the inside with a product, and I sprayed the outside with Termidor. Both products can take up to three weeks to actually take an effect. So let them understand, hey, this could take a couple weeks. Uh, It's not guaranteed it's going to go away tomorrow. Uh, but it could take up to a couple weeks because we don't see them. We don't know where they are. And so we have to wait for them to cross that product to get that on them and then take that back to the queen. And that could take a week. That could take two weeks. We're not sure. And it all depends on how many are going to be crossing that product. If it's one ant, we not might not see the results that we want, But um, but they need to understand that. 
And so making sure that you are covering the inside wherever they're seeing them, everywhere if you can treat the entire home, um, the outside, everywhere outside, the cracks, the crevices, you know, every possible area that is stated on the label, you need to treat to make sure that you are covering yourself that you are not going to have to go back to this house and you're going to take care of that problem the first time. Uh, Use Nyban. If you see nests outside, drop that. See if they go for it. Uh, They might actually use that, and that could wipe out a nest very, very quickly. So keep in mind the different products that are out there. There's dry baits, there's liquid baits, and then there's a a huge amount of different products uh, that they're going to cover that you can use. You know, we use Alpine. That's our go-to, and Termidor. But there's plenty of others that you can use that are going to wipe out colonies of ants. But make sure that you are doing the proper questioning with each and every customer and that you are going to go through every little detail when you are spraying it. And believe it or not, it actually doesn't take that long. I did it. Um, I actually was with the lady. Uh, It seemed like forever, but I was actually only there for about 20, 25 minutes And that was inside the house, putting bait down, watching the ants, seeing these straggler ants, if they were even going to go for it, which unfortunately none of them did. Um, But then it was educating her afterwards saying, hey, look, if they don't go for that bait and they don't attack it like crazy, uh, call us back. There's other methods that we can use to make sure that we're going to take care of these ants. Um, Now, in that case, I did not spray everywhere. She was an older lady. She couldn't leave the house. So I didn't want to put her in that situation of being outside back for an hour or whatever, you know, so I just didn't spray. Uh, I did spray the backyard. I sprayed around the kitchen. I did my part um, and she hasn't called yet. So we're doing good so far. And it's been a day, but you know, you, you need to take, you, you just need to take a step back and you need to really see the whole picture. Uh, the other story is I actually posted a picture online on our Instagram. Check it out. Uh, DNA Pest Control Podcast. And that picture is actually from my house, okay? So I had a ton of ants just swarm my place. I mean, the kitchen was just filled of them. They weren't going anywhere particular until I started placing the bait, and then they just went nuts, Okay, just absolutely nuts over it. And I put a ton of bait. Um, I even did a video on it. And they were gone within 24 hours with the Advion ant gel. I have had amazing results. If the ants go for it, it is amazing. I love it. But you do have to make sure that it's a fresh tube. It is. It has to be fresh. It has to be new. Um, if it's not, it's more than likely not going to work. Uh, so you do have to make sure. And the one, one top... The one biggest tell to see if it's actually bad is if it starts to get cloudy. If you're getting cloudy Advion ant gel, I've noticed that that is a big tell that it is actually going bad and you should probably just throw it away. If it's clear, it's still good. Use it and it works phenomenally. If it doesn't, you're just feeding them and they're just never going to go away. But guys, I hope that helped you today. I know I kept it a little bit short. But remember, when you're going into these houses, when you're dealing with your clients, uh, use these techniques, use these tricks. Uh, I only told you products that we can get in California. If there's better out there, please send us a DM, send us an email. We'd love to hear what products you guys are using. But use everything you got. Try to cover everything if it's possible. If they're older, tailor that to them. If they're younger, tailor it to them. 
you know, get them out of that house, get them on their way so we can treat everywhere and make sure that we're taking care of the customer. All right, guys, thank you. Remember, we always are accepting emails, questions, anything you may need, but please reach out to us. And thanks for listening in on how to take care of ants. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, this is Anthony, and here's a quick reminder. We want to hear from you, whether you're a technician, owner, or operator. We want to hear your stories, whether it's a horror story on the field, a funny story with the client, or just something straight up crazy or weird you've seen. Uh, and how can you do this, you ask? Well, our email is dnapestpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-A-N-D-A, pestpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at Twitter and direct message us there at DNA Pest Podcast. That is D, the letter N, A, Pest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Or you can reach out directly through our website at DNAPodcast.com. That's D-A-N-D-A Podcast.com. We want to hear from you, so let's hear it.